0: Hello and welcome
1: to Idaho Sports with Jay and Jay hello from Canmore hello how's it going
0: everybody Jacob and Jason here with you for our final episode of 2020 and our first year ever doing in-house sports with J&J. It is episode number 36. This It is Saturday, December 26, 2020. And, uh, wow, I can't believe it. Next episode, 2021. And, uh, anyway, what we're going to do, for, as we've told you on previous episodes, is that we're going to do – it's going to be a one-hour special, final episode. We're going to have the first half-hour – be about just kind of the past weekend, sports like usual. And the next half hour will kind of be like a year review talking about our favorite moments from the show, our favorite moments from the year, and a whole bunch of other stuff. So stick around for the final 30 minutes of the show. And the final 30 minutes of in
1: house sports with J and J. Let's get started. Yeah, so we got a big NFL weekend. We got Saturday games. We actually had a Christmas Day game yesterday. Yesterday we had the Minnesota Vikings and the New Orleans Saints. With the New Orleans Saints offense putting a beat down on Minnesota, Minnesota's worst defensive game since I believe 1965. They gave up 52 points yesterday. Back, in, I think it was 65. They gave up 56. Uh, wow! Uh, so as bad as Minnesota's defense was, Alvin Kamara of the New Orleans New Orleans Saints tying a record for most touchdowns a game in a game with six touchdowns. I mean, wow! That's 36 points for one guy. It's crazy like imagine like the thrill of getting one touchdown or
0: like you know in the NFL now they have like when you get a touchdown you do celebrations well yeah he, he had to be pretty creative I didn't see what he did he probably I think I don't think he seems was, like a pretty
1: humble guy he wasn't uh, signing autographs of the center of the field or t- p- pulling out his cell phone playing but, golf uh, with the ball yeah <laughs> right. so uh, congratulations to him uh uh way to go um just uh We'll, well As a little bit of a reflection of my team, the Rams, last week, they are 17-point favorites to the uh, New York Jets. The New York Jets had not won a game all year. The Rams uh, did not play well. They got beat. The better team won that day. Not good. The Rams this year have, the, have either been, I think, either very good or very bad. I've said this before, nothing in between. Sean McVay, one week he's, he's taken kudos from Bill Belichick. The next week, this is his quote, it's it's going to be – this is after their loss. He says, it's going to be embarrassing. I'm sick to my stomach. It was humbling, but we're going to move forward. Well, they better move forward. They got the Seahawks tomorrow. Big, big game. Whoever wins this takes the uh, the division lead. The Rams and Seahawks always play close games together. I look for, a good uh, again, another close game. I hope the Rams can pull it off. But the Rams, they need to pull up their socks. Um, not happy with their uh, defeat last week. Last week, if they would have won, they would have moved on. Uh, not only did the Rams lose, we had the Steelers losing to Cincinnati. So there were upsets last week. And it's
0: it's interesting because we discussed that with the Steelers. Remember, we were discussed a few weeks back if they would run the table. I thought they would beat all these three teams and then lose the final two. They've lost all three of these games. I got those picks wrong. But last week I did say that the Rams were maybe going to lose to the Jets. So yeah, you did. I kind of well, I brought it up. Yeah. Um, I don't know if I necessarily predicted, but we also had some other
1: predictions. Uh, okay, go ahead. We're, we're still with the NFL now. I was going to switch gears. I just want to stay with the NFL for a couple more things. Dwayne Haskins, quarterback of the Washington Football Team, the division leading Washington team. Well, he's accepting responsibility for after after last week's loss. Uh, he went. Uh, he had photos that were. He was. He he was not following the COVID restrictions. He was. He was seen taking photos with strippers with no mask. He was fined for $40,000. interesting things. he was photo with strippers at a party, at a birthday party for his girlfriend. This was at a birthday party for his girlfriend, and he's seen taking photos with uh, strippers. So, uh, it's, you know, it's, it's stupid. Um, you know, these guys try to make excuses. I, I always hate when they say, and this is in quotes, you know, they, they always say, oh, I'm going to accept responsibility for what I did. I think that's so stupid and ridiculous. You know, the guy, he's playing only because uh, Alex Smith is hurt and their other backup quarterback. He's out with concussion. So, I mean, they've got to go to him. They're leading uh, the division. He's got to pull up his socks. We'll see what he does this week. But uh, that's mm-hmm. just ridiculous. I, I accept responsibility. Um, so I just wanted to comment on that. And just lastly, NFL, J.J. Schuster of uh, the J. Pittsburgh Steelers. J. J. No, his name's Juju, Juju Smith, uh, Smith Schuster. Schuster. Thank you. Says he's no longer going to step on the do a little dance before the games on the other team's um, uh, logo at center field. I think he was doing this. He says he's going to quit. I think mostly because it was grabbing too much attention or questions to his fellow coaches and and teammates. Um, the 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 funny thing is that Von Bell of Cincinnati just actually absolutely smoked him at the end of the first quarter last week on near near the logo and just just one of the biggest hits I've actually seen this year. So uh, Juju, uh, you can do your little uh, dance steps in your uh, in your basement when you're uh, uh, when you're uh, well when you're home. That's all I can say. Okay, so not yeah. I-
0: Anyway, yeah, I it, it, I did see I saw a YouTube video about that where he he did his he did his uh, his dance and then they, somebody put it where he just got like they put it to music where he did his dance and then the clip came. I'll have to show that to you later, Dad. Anyway, one thing that I want to discuss NBA is back. One of my favorite, so I'm so glad that the NBA is back after two months of the of the off season, They are back already with the 2020 21 season. And, uh, you know, we already got buddy healed and Jason Tatum making some noise on opening night, but yesterday in the third day of the regular season was the Christmas day games and they were very lopsided Miami as uh, Miami beating the New Orleans Pelicans by 13 points. And, uh, that game, we knew the Heat were going to win, but I ended up getting all four of the rest of the games, right? Uh, the Warriors getting absolutely smoked by the Bucks. 138.99. The Nets crushing the Celtics by 28 points, 123.95. The Lakers crushing the Mavericks 138-115. And then and then the Clippers beating the Nuggets 121-108. I thought that was going to be the closest game. I guess it's tied for the closest game. But these deficits, these were some lopsided games. I thought that the Pelicans Heat uh, matchup, the Warriors Bucks matchup, and the Lakers Mavericks matchups. Um those ones, I thought those were going to be some pretty big deficits. But the other ones, just kind of from the start, were so lopsided. Brooklyn, your team, dad, your team that you absolutely hate, is looking very good through two games. Kyrie Irving, Kevin Durant, um, Steve Nash, perfect as a head coach. They're looking good. But uh, listen to this, this fact that I, that I uh, did some research, looked into this. The last time, so Miami and um, – or no, Miami and L.A., they actually lost their first two games, and the last time the previous NBA finalists lost their first game of the season was in to, the two thousand six seven season after the after the uh, two thousand six NBA Finals featuring the Dallas Mavericks and the Miami Heat when they lost their first two games. So, LA they lost their first game to LA, and then Miami lost their first game to Orlando. Orlando. So some uh, state rivalries. Uh, but they both lost. So I was like, I was thought about that. So 2006, 2007, one thing I want to bring up really quickly is we got some birthdays. And if you don't know this in four days from now, December 30th is one of the most interesting sports days of the calendar. And that's because we got four birthdays. Sandy Koufax is celebrating his 85th birthday on December 30th. And then another guy, Carson Wentz of the Philadelphia Eagles. Dad's giving me a look. Well, he just he's a big name that we know. I know he's not the starting quarterback. He's celebrating his 28th birthday. But guess who else is celebrating their birthday? And I'm going to have you guess it. Tiger Woods and LeBron James as well on the same day. So I want to see if you can guess how old is Tiger Woods turning and how old is LeBron
1: James turning. Okay. And what, what is your birthday? December 30th. I'm not oh, giving okay. you the year because I will oh, spoil it. Tiger, okay. Uh, LeBron James is turning, I'm going to say, 37. Okay. And Tiger Woods is turning forty four. You are one off on both of those years. Tiger Woods
0: turning the big four five this year, and LeBron James turning thirty six. That seems wrong though. I'll have to double check that because because I said you said, um, you said thirty um." 37. I thought he was 37 as well. No, he's turning 36 that's in four said, days. No, you said 37. Okay. Well, happy birthday. Happy to birthday now. to all four of those athletes. Which one of those is your favorite?
1: Uh Sandy Koufax.
0: Sandy Koufax. Uh that's a tough one. I think I think Tiger just for like his on course. Um what he's done on course. And, and again, one thing we'll discuss maybe later, but what a how he played with Charlie Woods. Great weekend at the PNC Father Son Championship. Okay, let's switch gears to something else.
1: Sure, sure. Uh, NHL hockey season starting January 13th. You are going to have the North Division, which is going to consist of all Canadian teams. It's going to be interesting because you're going to have, it's going to be like baseball where, for example, Calgary, I think, sometimes goes into Vancouver, or maybe it's not Calgary, but another Canadian team, but where a team will, for example, Calgary, for example, go into Vancouver and playing not one game, but up to three games at a time in that city. So it's not back and forth, back and forth. It's like a three games series. in a row. So that, that's interesting. Calgary and uh, Vancouver, uh, sorry, Calgary and Edmonton are going to be playing 10 times against each other this year. First time, I think the most they've ever played against each other in the past uh, is eight. Um, and Calgary and Vancouver are also playing uh, 10 games. I think the rest of the Canadian teams, Calgary is playing nine. Um, I did have a piece of paper just to show you. I can't find it right from me now, but the overall, record between Calgary versus all the other Canadian teams. Calgary actually dominates all the other teams in the history of all the games, except uh, except Montreal to, I think, only like a three game advantage. This is all time I'm talking. That's pretty cool. Um, I did have that, uh, Ooh, you it's, carry it's on Looking for more. this
0: piece of paper. We're going on a little scavenger hunt on how Sports with JJ. <laughs> um Anyway, uh, so that'll be exciting. It's really interesting that, that they're doing that, and it's gonna be a season unlike any other. Um, it's good that they got the season, I think they're still – I don't know if they're going to be calling it the 2020-21 season. I think that since the games are starting in 2021, why don't they just call it the 2021 NHL season? Um, and we are still on the scavenger hunt.
1: On.
0: Anyway, um, one thing that I want to discuss is here. oh, he's got the newspaper back to this.
1: I just want to tell you here, Jacob, and to our listeners, again, this is In the House Sports with J&J. Thanks for listening. Uh, but Calgary versus Edmonton. Flames all time record in head to head matchups Calgary 122 wins, 96 losses, um, 18 ties Uh, against Vancouver. Calgary 120 wins, 80 losses. And then if you go all the way to Montreal, head to head, um, uh, Calgary 36 wins, 38 losses. So Calgary's actually, and there's other teams. Calgary's uh, head to head over the lease, 49 to 41. So, anyhow, we look forward to that. We'll see if the NHL can. Can pull it off, or if they're going to have to go back into the bubble. And
0: you, we, and we think about this. This you brought up a very interesting point. The Houston Rockets—they're playing a game today. They're without six of their players due to COVID. One of those players does not include James Harden. Will he be on the Houston Rockets next week? There's so many stories coming out of Houston on James Harden. Do you have more on him?
1: Yeah, I just have no. I just have a question for you. Yeah, that was one of my questions. James Harden uh, is playing tonight. They're missing six regulars. They're only going with nine guys. They are playing tonight. They're playing um against Portland. How many shots do you think James oh, Harden is gosh. going to take tonight himself? How many shots is James Harden going to take tonight? Oh boy, this could be a record. <laughs> I don't know how much he really wants to like. I mean, it's a good question. Does he even want to shoot? Maybe he doesn't even want to shoot. Good or he question. wants to prove himself.
0: <clears throat> uh, I think I'm gonna go say he's gonna be shooting the rock a lot tonight. I could say th- I'm going th- I'm thinking like
1: 31. What do you think? I think about 35. 35. So we could shoot we should for our listeners and uh uh, Roberto, you're a big NBA fan. We look to hear, we want you to text us later, uh, Robert, and you can, uh, Roberto, you can uh, tweet us, but uh, over, under, we'll go with 33. Uh, for uh, So I'll, I'll go with the over, I guess you are going with the under. So yeah, I wanted to ask you about that. Okay. Yeah, no, it's going to be interesting.
0: Um, Without, I think John Wall isn't playing, or DeMarcus Cousins, I'm, I don't know what they they're are, not. but uh, it's definitely going to be an interesting game, and you know, we've seen players, uh, teams play with nine players all the time, but it's True. You know, it's I don't know. It'll be it'll be interesting. Houston's I think their second game of the year or their, no, their f- first game they didn't play. Oh, they didn't play. Yes, they did not play
1: their first game because of Kobe. So uh, Kobe. Yeah. <laughs> now, moving along here, uh, I just want to uh, Toronto Blue Jays. They won the C League Award for philanthropy and uh, um, they raised seven point five million dollars. Uh, it, I, my understanding is for food insecurity and social, isolate, uh, food and social isolation um, that many Canadians have faced during uh, 2020. So they've, they've raised $7.5 million. That's the Toronto Blue Jays. The last time they won this award was 2012. There are only two teams that have won it twice. The other team is the Boston Red Sox. But this is a fundraiser where the organization raised a c- lot of money. C-League?
0: Like, is that c like? Bud C-League. C- oh, Sea F- c- league
1: F- uh, Bud C-League. S- S- c- c- yeah, it's c- c- called the C-League c- oh, c- Award for uh, Philanthropy. And Seelig, of course, was the commissioner of uh, MLB baseball uh, for many years. So a little clap out for the Blue Jays that they haven't find any signed any free agents yet, but we'll give them a little clap for that. Does anybody
0: like I haven't heard of one? Not, free
1: yeah, Arkansas. not big names. And the other one I just want to say is tennis uh, Pospisil, Vashik, uh, uh, ATB Comeback Player of the Year. He, he reached two finals after going undergoing a few surgeries last year. Uh, so I just wanted to comment on him. So yeah.
0: That's great. Yeah. And I remember like earlier this year, I saw him. Can't believe this was still this year in February at the uh, the tennis tournament in Calgary. He played in a, uh, uh ATP challenge, I think it was the Challenger tour. Uh, and we have an event in Calgary, and I saw him. So it was yeah, well, interesting to see guys on TV a, in real that's life. That's a
1: tournament he was favored to win, and he lost in the first round. His parents came from Vancouver to watch, lost in the first round. Well, so. he had
0: a good, after that, it was pretty good. But, uh, Interestingly enough, that still happened this year. It seems like February and January were years away. Yeah. Um, we're going to go over to another topic, one of my other topics, golf. Uh, Justin Thomas and Jin Young Co. Finishing, finishing 2020 with a bang. Uh, Justin Thomas winning the PNC Father-Son Challenge with his father. Um, and I think it's, they poured in a team total of 15 birdies. Uh, how again the tournament works is one player takes a shot, the other player takes a shot. Whichever shot is better, they move the ball to wherever that is. So Justin Thomas winning uh, him and his father actually finishing way before the other teams. Uh, there were teams like the, the team Singh and um, who uh, I think even Team Woods teed off after them. But uh, a great finish for Justin Thomas and his and his dad. Justin Thomas honestly an excellent year, and we'll discuss him more a little bit in the next half hour a bit. Uh, I don't know if you remember this, but he won the Tournament of Champions way earlier in January. He had a tied for third at the Waste Management Phoenix Open, the second at the Workday. He won a WGC event, finished tied for third overall at the Tour Championship. So that's not including the like the, the score. I don't, Never mind. And um, fourth, the Masters. And then he wins a tourney with his pop at the end of the year. Meanwhile, we go over to Jin Young-Ko. She was ranked number one. Um, Jin Young Ko, number one in the in the Rolex um, Women's rankings for the entire year. Uh, she played most of her events on the Korean LPGA Tour, but then she finished her season on the LPGA Tour with a 34th at the Pelican Women's Championship, then a fifth place at the Volunteers of America Classic, a tied for second at the U.S. Women's Open, and then winning the CME Group Tour Championship to take home a nifty one point, either one point one or one point two million dollars. And I was watching this tournament and uh, she was looking to buy a house in Texas and she was waiting to buy the house because, you know, she could maybe buy a more expensive house, big payday. So um, way to go for Jin Young-Ko. Um, and we talked about um, the how good these, how a lot of these South Korean offers Absolutely. are. So way to go for her. And um, it was interesting because last thing I want to say about this is that I think there was about like 64 people in the field, 64 uh, players in the field. And whoever won that tournament would win like would win the money like it wasn't like the pga right. tour where there was like a re like there was like a you know dustin johnson when he won the tour championship started at minus 10 it was anybody you have a good week but it was a number one player in yeah. the world yeah. winning Absolutely. the final tournament of 2020 and um world i'm looking forward to, to uh golf in 2021
1: yeah sounds was good. Uh, good congratulations to them uh, that's, uh, that's that's way to go uh, fantastic i like to your idea of last week of having uh, a korean versus european or korean versus usa because they're just absolutely dominate so so cool um let's see uh we got we're second last week of nfl who's your mvp we've talked about this for a few weeks our the original list goes back to russell wilson patrick mahomes aaron Rodgers, ryan tannehill josh allen and then there is ben roethlisberger lamar jackson kyler murray Uh, Cam Newton was even on that list, Tom Brady, but now with two weeks to go, my list comes down to um, Patrick Mahomes, which I think is on everybody's list, but this this guy, Josh Allen in Buffalo, Buffalo Bills, they are just on a tear, and he is, I think, underrated, he just, he's so, he's been just not making mistakes, putting up the offense, Um, Patrick Mahomes is probably going to end up winning because they have a better record, But, but Josh Allen looking very good. And Buffalo Bills winning their first division, I think, in uh, uh, 100 years. So congratulations to Josh Allen and Buffalo moving forward.
0: Yeah, no, I think those are two excellent candidates. Um, interestingly enough, Patrick Mahomes, I did say, I remember we were talking about Sportsperson of the Year. I did say originally, I think it was LeBron James and Brianna Stewart. However, I did buy the issue, and they have four sports pers- five Sportspersons of the Year. Um, also, Patrick Mahomes, a Sportsperson of the Year, um, Naomi Osaka, she was also sports person of the year and then our Canadian Lawrence Duvernay Tardif, um he becomes the fourth ever Canadian to win. Can you name any other sports persons of the year from Canada? This is the North American or This is Uh it's Sports Illustrated. So I think it's primarily focused in the United States. Most of the winners have been American, okay. but there have been four Canadians. Can you name other can you name two other Canadians that have um, won it really uh, okay, quickly? Two, yeah. The
1: two names that come to my mind. I'm going to go with Mike Weir. Nope. And Doug Flutie.
0: <laughs> no. Okay.
1: Think we discussed this guy. Come on.
0: Or, or um, uh, sorry, I don't know. Alfonso Davies. No. We no. sorry. We discussed. Come on. Think about one of the great greatest Canadian athletes of oh, all time. Ray Gretzky. Gretzky, greatest defenseman of all time in the NHL. One of them. Uh, Bobby Orr. Bobby Orr. And then have you? I've never John heard of him. Baylin. No. Good guess. <laughs> Uh, Donovan Bailey. He set the record in what, 1992
1: or 1996? 90, 90, I think it was 96. Last. Tiger Woods
0: won it that year, um, but anyway, the other Canadian was trying. Mario Lemieux. No, was uh, sorry, I, I can't find it. Um, he's his name was Bob Bourne. Have you ever heard of him? Bobby Bourne. <laughs>
1: <That
0: doesn't sound laughs> no, like what? What, uh, what? He. It says according to Wikipedia, he helped ha- a handicapped children's school, which is awesome. Um, I. Okay. So I think I'll I, I I'll be born 1986. Okay. So that's awesome. He played for the Islanders and the LA Kings. So uh way to go for Laurent Duvernay Tardif. Um he really? was
1: you he wanted won it this year then?
0: He won it this year as one of the four five athletes oh, oh. and he won it and it was interesting because these five athletes won it for their athletic achievements. Um, but he also won it because he uh he's sir, he's working to fight COVID nineteen. He's not even playing, he's not gave up his opportunity to win another Super Bowl with his Fellow sports person, Patrick Mahomes. Cool. But anyway, Patrick Mahomes, he's my MVP um, so far. He's just been so good. Yeah. And the, and the Kansas City Chiefs are looking
1: excellent. I think, I think he was going to end up winning it as well. But uh, uh, a nice second place shout out to Josh Allen. When they, when they do the votings, so there's usually, I think, the first, they give votes for first, second, third, fourth, et cetera. So we'll see the standings for that. Uh, I don't know how much we want to get into the Toronto Raptors, but we cannot help but talk about them. And yes, they've only played one game. Uh, but in my mind, the playoffs are still fresh in my mind. It's only two months ago. The Raptors in game one did not look good. When you have a guy like O.G. or Anonovo, he just signed for a ton of money, four of 10, 0 from 5 from 3, Van 3 of 12, 2 of 8 from 3, Powell, 2 of 11, 1 from 6 for 3. The guy, he was he didn't miss some practices because of COVID, but they did not look good. Uh, it's only one game. Uh, Matt Thomas looked good. Their new center, Chris uh, so not another new center, Chris Boucher, looked good, and their new uh, center, the uh, New Zealander guy, Baines, Aaron Baines. It looked. I thought looked good. Lowry looked okay. Lowry, for, great first half, did nothing in the second half. It's only one game tonight. Uh, they are playing against San Antonio and DeMar DeRozan, and they won the first game, and DeMar had twenty-eight points in that game.
0: Yeah, no, they're starting off. There's the Raptors' schedule starting off, not too too bad. But we were discussing this yesterday. We were discussing this yesterday. The Raptors are – I think there's too many elite teams in the East if they're going to continue to play kind of nonchalant. Uh, Rising teams like Brooklyn, rising teams like Atlanta, rising teams potentially like Washington who are looking really good this season. Um, If they play – like, and you look at, of course, we're discussing the Western Conference. So many elite teams, um, I think more elite than, than the East. Um so I they really need to pick it up but I think that there's a lot, lot a lot left to go in the NBA. Um, I don't want to jump to conclusions yet. I know Brooklyn I've said looks really good but it's
1: only been two games. So I just, this is an interesting stat Jacob but with the Raptors losing their first game of the season, that's the first time they've lost an opening game since 2012-2013. But really, but the Raptors having losing that first game of this year had their first losing record for the first time in 7 years. Wow. Really? In seven years, they have not—they had not been below 500 since uh, January seventh, two thousand fourteen. That's when they—they uh, they lost eighty-six to seventy-nine uh, to the Indiana Pacers. Paul George with, that, with them. Okay. And with that streak, that was six years, eleven months, sixteen days with the Raptors not having a losing streak. And the record overall, this is, uh, this is amazing stuff. Of all time. But the over to record of all time is the New York Knicks, 1991 to 1999. When seven years, two months, 17 days without a losing record. So the Raptors, third time overall. The Celtics were in between that back in the 1950s. Best in the 21st century. Yeah. So. Uh, um, That's incredible. I mean, uh, this just the beginning of uh, losing for the Raptors with this one oh, game loss. Well, we'll see. But they're playing against DeMar today. Uh, yeah. Again, starting off
0: not again, as I just said, starting off not too bad against against um, you know San Antonio. Is they won't be making the playoffs. I can almost who's that? San Antonio.
1: Don't that's my that's my second favorite team. This this, this. the Spurs. Oh, sorry. I'm sorry. I'm I think sorry. Sacramento. I thought I'm sorry.
0: San Antonio. What no. do you you think they're making the playoffs? Uh, no, I don't. I don't think they are going to be making sorry, the my playoffs. Bad. My bad. Um, but but course they could but i don't think so um but yeah no it's it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting to see see the uh the raptors how they're gonna do in the second season after winning or their second season after winning the nba championship i still can't believe that happened that they won the championship look at this they're gonna be facing philadelphia after the san antonio new york new orleans and then Boston, Phoenix, Sacramento, I don't even know. The schedule
1: doesn't look too, too bad. But. And, you know, too early to, to make big comments on it. I must say, I love the celebration when Sacramento uh, did a beat Denver on opening night. Uh, Buddy healed when his uh, when his teammate, was it Barnes, Jacob? Barnes missed a layup or it was, yeah. a, it was a block? Missed a, missed a dunk and it was a block. And, and then they got a tip in and they just, it's like they won the NBA championship. The way they celebrated and ran off the court, they sure stole one away uh, from the uh, Denver Nuggets. So... Uh, you know, you, you know, uh, Jacob, that I like the Raptors, but my other teams I do like are the underdog Sacramento Kings and the Atlanta Hawks. Yeah. Um, do you have another thing? I'm or- uh, not really NHL. Might put logos on their helmets.
0: I saw that. That's pretty interesting. It's, um, so, uh, if you look at
1: the the jerseys, the jerseys
0: over uh, overseas in Europe covered with jersey sponsorships. So apparently, they'd only
1: be allowed to have one logo per. But it can per make at first. money. Got potential money. to make a lot of money. Um,
0: so one thing I want to ask you really quickly is which of these golfers is going? And we're going to talk again more a little about quote golf in the second half, but which of these golfers, American golfers, is going to have the best twenty twenty one? Dustin Johnson, Justin Thomas, or Bryson DeChambeau? Ooh, that's a good one. I'm gonna I'm gonna go with uh, Dustin Johnson. Okay, I'm not sure. I feel like some good vibes going to JT. Yeah. Uh, then we got our our um european golf matchup john ron roy mcelroy victor hovland uh first thought is john me too i think so as well and then for our international cameron smith of australia sung J M of south korea
1: and abraham answer of mexico sung J doesn't he play a lot in the pga yeah so will even does he qualify for your question here what do you mean? Does he your qualify? Are talking about the playing on the Witch Tour? I'm saying who's gonna oh, have even, the best. Oh, so even if they're playing in the in America, those three guys.
0: Who's so, just gonna have the best? Okay, 2020? tell me again.
1: Sung J M. Who else?
0: Sung J M. Cameron Smith or Abraham. Sung J M. I I I I I don't even know. I maybe answer, but I feel like that's it. all three of those guys are gonna do really well. Um, yeah, that's what I had for for
1: that. Um, should we just uh, where should we go from here? Well, thank you, listeners. Want to. We're we going to carry on. We're going to flip it over because we can only uh, do a certain amount per segment. That's okay. We can still have a couple more minutes. Sure.
0: Um, but um, what are you? What do you think? Should I think anything? We had this one moment today that we were we were looking for. We're going to discuss it in another future episode. Maybe the plays of the year. what we what we have in Canada. I'm not sure about the, in the United States. Is there's a top hundred plays of the year? And um, do you have a? Do you have
1: a? Or should we just say that for the other episode? That's okay. That but, okay. We're,
0: but do you have a play that stands out to you?
1: Well, my my memory may not be that great. I like the Buddy Heel celebration the other day. It
0: might not even be included because it was too You're late. probably won't be,
1: but it's this year. That was a fantastic celebration. Uh, go ahead. I got to think about that one. I think my play. Oh, I, I just thought of a play. I'm sorry to interrupt. Okay. Uh, I love the the Major League Baseballs uh, that play when in game six, um, when they had the, when the Tampa Bay scored two or three runs in the last is batter and they. Went into the outfield and the relay and it went past the catcher. And, the, and as a Rosa, my Rosarino. My, Rosarino was caught between third and home, and he went in and he slid, that fantastic play, fantastic celebration. That just comes to mind, fantastic. My play of the year
0: with Jamal Murray going up and under LeBron James in the Western Conference Finals, a Michael Jordan-esque play, that comes to mind. I have another play that I'll probably, I'm going to discuss it okay. in the second half. Um, I think that's a good
1: idea for next year, for when we do these podcasts, we can write down great plays. And well, we'll see. Them. We'll
0: discuss it. We'll discuss it in twenty twenty one. We'll discuss the top ten. We'll we can we can debate on that. Right. But that was um, Jamal Murray. I think he won, and I'm not sure which um, what a, what award or what organization it was, but he won like Rising Star of the Year, and he's doing really well um, in terms of. I think he's going to sign a contract. Um, so what we're going to do is we are going to take a short break and then we will come back at you really soon with our year and kind of our recap special.
1: Wishing you a happy holidays from In The House Sports with JJ. Again, this is episode number 36. But
0: keep listening because it's going to be on an, We're going to
1: carry on and again, thanks for listening and uh,
0: we'll see you in a sec. <laughs> Hello! We are back! We're not, we're not going to do our full intro, but uh, this is Part B, our Year interview.
1: Review. In Dow Sports with J&J, we are still in Canmore. Hello! Okay, let's get right into it. we got a lot of stuff to discuss. This is a review, kind of. Would you say a summary of all of our previous podcasts? Kind of. We're going to
0: talk about a bit. We started in April, so we're going to discuss a bit before that because we're kind of talking about
1: 2020 as well
0: because some key things happened before we did our podcast. So let's get right into it. So I want to start. ESPN Photos, they have this thing every year where they talk about they release like their photos of the year and... It kind of they they put like the photos of the year with some of their memorable um, like memorable moments from the year. So the first memorable moment from ESPN photos that I got was we're gonna start off with Zion Williamson january twenty second, he makes his debut. and I remember the hype surrounding it was humongous. Um, I remember from that game, you know, he's gonna make his debut. Um, I had this radio show that we were doing at school and we all predicted what he was going to get, how many points he was going to have. He had like six points going to the fourth quarter. I went in the shower. I came out of the shower and he had like 22 points. And he had like four three-pointers uh, in like the final quarter. Zion Williamson, the new one of the new superstars of the NBA. That happened January 22nd. Just a few days later, Kobe Bryant, absolutely shocking, um, dies. Him and his daughter, Gianna. And um, others uh, in the basketball community, in his basketball community, uh, dying in a helicopter crash. Absolutely shocking. <clears throat> and um, yeah, just again, absolutely shocked. This coming just a day after LeBron James passed him on for I think third or third or fourth, or I think it was third on the all time scoring list. Absolutely shocking. Um, we go into February, Patrick Mahomes winning the Super Bowl. And coming back against the San Francisco 49ers, they, put, they scored, I think, 21 points in the fourth quarter to take that game, giving Patrick Mahomes his first Super Bowl. And as we discussed just a few minutes ago, um, a major credit for him winning uh, Sports Person of the Year. We go over to February 16th. I was in Canmore when we watched this. One of the best NBA All-Star games of all time. They changed the format to make it uh, each quarter having having a um, having a separate game. But then there was like a cumulative game. They needed to score 24 points in the fourth quarter. Uh, the fourth quarter took like 45 minutes. Uh, it was amazing. We had LeBron James versus Giannis Antetokounmpo going back in fourth. And it was amazing. But unfortunately, the game was capped off. They needed to win on the dot. Anthony Davis... Became <laughs> free throw to win. Um, and it was very, very ironic because there were so many fans at the game. People were packed in. Students were packed in. I'll tell you why that's so important. I guess you'll already find out. You'll find out in a minute why I was so iconic. February 22nd, David Ayers, emergency goalie coming in, I think, for the Florida. Carolina. Carolina. I was going to say Florida.
1: Are you sure? I think, I'm not sure. I think so. Anyway,
0: comes in, gets the win. I think, against the Toronto Maple Leafs. was incredible. I I remember watching that, and it was, like, so amazing to watch. That was an iconic moment. And then March 11th, that was a crazy day. I remember coming. We were watching some basketball. We had the basketball game. I was coming back from university. Um, We were kind of just – everybody was – we're hanging out, and we were finding out about COVID-19. There was, like, six cases in Alberta. And we were like, "Okay, what's going on?" You know, we, and then Rudy Gobert, after a day after, I think he touched all these microphones. He test positive for COVID nineteen. It was Utah, I think, versus Oklahoma City. I think that was the game. Uh, they were gonna play the game, and then they said the game is being postponed. People had no idea what was going on. Um, and then Rudy Gobert gets it a day later. All the sports leagues are canceled. And people start getting it, and that was the start of COVID-19. And here we are, nine months later, still dealing with this pandemic. But then the, the thing that I remember we discussed is that Rudy Gobert scored the first points after the NBA restart. Mm-hmm. So that was pretty ironic cool. as well. Um, but those were some of the main moments. Those were kind of all the moments before we did in house sports. Of course, we started in house sports. I think the first day, I might be wrong, was is April 25th or something, or April 26th. Do you remember, Dad, our first topic? I think I've asked you this
1: before. Our first topic, um, I do not recall. It was the Ryder Cup. Remember we discussed where the Ryder Cup would maybe be canceled?
0: Of course, as we know now, it is now canceled being held next year. And um, that's something I'm going to be looking forward to. I think the Americans are looking super good right now. Um, Usually it's like... Usually it's like, you know, Europe's been dominating, but wow, some of the European golfers kind of fell off the map. Others have rose up like Victor Hovland, um, but those were some of the moments I wanted to discuss. We have more after um, that we want to discuss, um, but I wanted to just discuss some before the podcast. So those were the moments before, sure. when, uh, before we, we did our, uh, our podcast.
1: Very good. That's a good summary of before and nine months later, we're still here. I've just got a list of several items we've talked about uh, during the year. Just, just I'm just going to run them off, just uh, some some reminders and some shout-outs. But uh, uh, a couple right off the bat to the Miami Marlins of Major League Baseball, naming the first female general manager, Jacob, her name Kim. Kim Ng. Kim Ng. So, again, we spoke about that. Congratulations to Miami. And the Miami Marlins, the first team to reach the playoffs after uh, losing at least 100 games the year before. Um, so Miami Marlins, uh, and these
0: are the same Miami Marlins that had like 15 players have yeah. COVID 19 yeah. and they made the playoffs. So
1: that's a, Miami Marlins, like the team of the year. They made, yeah, I mean, congrats to them. Uh, Minnesota Twins, they've lost 18 playoff games in a row in Major League Baseball. Are they ever going to win a Major League Baseball game? A uh, playoff, I don't know. Uh, Jacob, you can help me with the pronunciation of the Polish uh, tennis <laughs> player. What is
0: Iga Swiatek.
1: I haven't really heard from her since. I don't think she's played since, but she won the French Open. She didn't even lose one set. She just she just dominated over everybody. Over everybody. I'd like to see where she's at uh, next year, so we'll follow her. Uh, Russell Westbrook leaving an $8,000 tip to uh, one of the uh, waitresses. I believe it was, waitress, it was a cleaning staff. Cleaning staff. Cleaning staff. Apparently, he's a bit of a neat freak himself, but uh, the uh, the bubble in Florida, he left an $8,000 tip. Way to go. Uh, a very cool mo- uh, a moment. Alex Trebek. Uh, the late Alex Trebek of the host of Jeopardy announcing the number three overall pick, uh, um, Tim Stutzky of Germany to the Ottawa Senators. That was that was a cool moment. Am I pronouncing that wrong? Tim Stutzky? Uh,
0: I think that, he's German, right? Yeah. I think he tested positive for COVID. Did you know that? I don't the know. World he scored juniors, a goal the playing other day. In the world
1: juniors. Yeah, he's playing the world and He scored a goal the other day. His first uh, goal. Speaking of COVID, I forgot to say this
0: Greg Norman tested positive and he's in the hospital.
1: Well, let's get better soon, Greg. And he
0: actually played last week in the PNC Father's Son. I, I, want to I might be pronouncing it, but that was a I cool hope, moment. Yeah, I hope Greg Norman gets better. The shark.
1: Alex Trebekson. world number
0: one. Anyway, sorry, Dad, continue. Uh,
1: Toronto Raptors were champions for 486 days. <whistles> yeah, I don't. Uh, that's that's pretty cool. Uh, we spoke about the, the Pakistani and uh, Muhammad Ikram. Who plays pool or they call it snooker? He was born without arms. We spoke about him. What a cool, you have to YouTube it. Muhammad Ikram, I K R A M. We spoke about that. Uh, I just wrote this down Kyle Lowry, uh, he's making $33.3 million. The Tampa Bay Rays of Major League Baseball making $28 million. So, uh, I don't know, that's just COVID something.
0: though, remember, reduced
1: $28 million. Well, that, okay, that's true. It was prorated or whatever, but still. still. Uh, so, those are some, 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 uh, uh A little bit of uh, memorable things. Nice. um We've had some athletes who we've talked about on our show this year. Uh, interestingly, who have passed on, and just this last year, some some big names, present names, past names. I'll just read them out to you. These are people we've talked about on our show. You mentioned Kobe Bryant. Uh, I just mentioned Alex Trebek. Tony Fernandez passed Alex. away. Talk- we still talk spoke about. Oh him. yeah. So, Alex, uh, Tony Fernandez, the late Toronto Blue Jays baseball player. Howie Meeker, we mentioned him, uh, episode 29, and then uh, I think within the week he had unfortunately passed away. So, a great NHL uh, broadcaster for many years. Uh, Jacob Diego Maradona, I think we spoke about him also episode 29, uh, passing on. And the late Dale Howardjack of the uh, Winnipeg Jets, we spoke about him. That was earlier. Uh, David Stern, the late commissioner of the Major League Baseball. so. no. I'm sorry, I meant to say I'm in the National Basketball Association. So I just wanted to comment on those passings so they'll be remembered. Uh we had a lot of passing ons, so we also had one breakup. We spoke about Danica Patrick and uh, Aaron Rodgers. I back bet there the, I bet there were some other breakups the,
0: well, the one breakup of 2020. Everybody else is sticking together. I think well, I think then, in 2020. Yeah. Oh my god. Never mind. I might need to get
1: into that. Episode 14. <laughs> I know what you're a, saying. We had a breakup um the cutest picture that we presented and uh, jacob presented that still goes down as serena uh, williams tennis uh and her daughter right jake yeah was, uh, that was pretty that was pretty cute. that was a, a cutest. and then uh one of the biggest t- disappointments i wrote down was you know spicy p uh p- pascal p- uh siakam in, in the nba just was just terrible so uh i just those are some standout moments and players and uh you can i got lots more to to comment on but uh yeah you can
0: yeah, no, those were good. When you brought those up, as soon as you like brought up the first word, I would just get that kind of,
1: I would get that memory. It's interesting um, how many people on our show, we've done 36 oh, episodes. Oh, we'll so many on, people. And we're probably oh, I thought you were now. saying how
0: many people we discussed. We've discussed so many people um, in terms of like topics. Oh, we've done, we've done some random topics. Uh, I'm and, a pretty random guy, so a lot of
1: random stuff coming I, up. I actually wrote down just to, you know, yes, we've talked about the four the four big sports in soccer, but we've also talked about track and field this year. We've talked about soccer. We've talked about Formula One racing and NASCAR and even horse racing. So I'd say that in-house sports with J&J is pretty all, over, uh, yeah, all around. you cover
0: a lot of sports. I know I, I can give opinions on other stuff. Um, but, yeah, you I know you bring a lot of good all-around stuff to the table um, thank you Jim. <laughs> I, you're welcome uh, I thought I, I liked the segment we had our fanatics uh, rankings. that was a really cool segment where we got to rank everything um I want to go back to my favorite moments of the year um again inspired by the ESPN photos. I remember we discussed I discussed like one in our first couple episodes about of like an exhibition golf match in Florida and they ended up doing a couple of these exhibition golf matchups. I remember the Taylor made uh driving to a relief or something they had a bunch of golfers in Florida they did that. I love the exhibition matches they had in 2020, Um, especially um, remember the Tiger Phil, Tom Brady, um, Phil Mickelson. That was something. Um, And then Charles Barkley and Steph Curry um, playing with Phil Mickelson. And so, gosh, I feel like I'm going to say the same name. We got Curry, Manning, Barkley, and Mickelson playing in that match just a few weeks ago so golf looking really cool on that the only complaint i had is that that last matchup was not on tv but uh it was that was that was really cool um the in july um of course the nba bubble getting underway um that was really neat um that how they did that getting all those guys in florida and the way they managed to finish the season um very interesting uh how it was very effective nobody really getting covid in the bubble so it was very effective NHL hockey too and NHL hockey as well very very good once they got that uh, underway and once they kind of put everybody in the bubble and saying they couldn't leave uh it was very effective um and then um August 9th we're gonna go into August Colin Morikawa this is the other play of the year um it was a very competitive PJ Championship. We had guys like Brooks Koepka, Paul Casey, Cameron Champ, um, Colin Morikawa in the mix. Uh, on a day that not a lot of players were really... Oh, Dustin Johnson was right there as well, leading, going into the final round. Colin Morikawa taking a driver and driving the green on like a 302-yard par 4 on, I think it was a pretty cool day in San Francisco. Um, and this was one of the greatest sh- shots, greatest sports moments of the year. Very underrated. Um, so That's Colin Morricone conwell becoming a, his first time major champion there. Um, uh, and very other interesting and unforgettable NBA moment. Um, this coinciding with the protests for, um, the police, um, I forget like the formal name for it, but the, uh, the, the black lives matter, uh, the movement and the police, um, brutality towards black people in the United States and the, and George Hill of the Milwaukee Bucks igniting a pro or um, inspiring a protest to not play the nba playoff game Um, and then other teams followed i thought the nba was going to shut down i remember dad you coming and telling me i was playing basketball outside Mm -hmm. and you were saying the lakers and the clippers weren't going to play and that was like well like but uh they ended up having the owners and the players collaborating with an amazing initiative to um bring uh voting awareness towards the 2020 election another freaking Another crazy thing happening in 2020 was the election. It's been the most unforgettable year, uh, but the NBA resuming. Um, and then we got, of course, the Lakers. We'll, I'll jump a bit into that future. The Los Angeles Lakers winning, especially in a year where Kobe Bryant, they were wanting to win for Kobe. LeBron James winning his fourth NBA title. Anthony Davis winning his first. And this Miami Heat franchise looking just looking like they're going to be a team for the future. Duncan Robinson, Tyler hero, some young players, Robinson yesterday with, I think seven, three pointers in a Christmas day game, but uh, Miami looking really good. And then you got the Tampa Bay lightning winning the Stanley cup. Uh, finally for them, they've been so good. One of the best, I think the year before the, like the most points ever in an NBA franchise. Um, so Steven Samkos, he didn't really play a lot, but he was key captain that team. Um, so, amazing for them. We go over to September and Bryson DeChambeau over the, over kind of quarantine. He bulked up. He had like 40 pounds muscle, uh, more, more weight. So we could hit the ball farther. And he, that us open was very memorable. Uh, winged foot, uh, Matthew Wolf was leading to the final round, but Bryson DeChambeau with an excellent final round. And he gets his first major, uh, as we go into November, um, or in October, the winner of the World Series, the Los Angeles Dodgers, they finally won the World Series for the first time. Again, them like the Tampa Bay Lightning, it was like finally they got it. They were the best team in the regular season, they capped it off in the postseason. Mookie Betts, um, going from Boston to LA, and ironically, David, um, David Price, I don't know if he's gonna get a ring or not, he was on that roster. Um, and then Dustin Johnson what a final he he won the tour championship and then he won the masters dominating performance uh, finished at a major tying masters record minus 20 and then one event to fit the events to finish off in December we I, I have to mention my my uh, one of the very interesting moments Charlie Woods, Tiger Woods and that PNC follower Sun championship and now at the end of, the, of December where we are right now the NBA is back. And the NHL will be back in January. We got the NFL playoffs in 2021.
1: Uh, in a few minutes, you got tennis, the Australian Open tennis, Australian
0: Open with the tennis. We're going to discuss maybe in a, maybe in about ten minutes or so my events that I'm looking forward to 2021. Back to you, Dad.
1: Okay, so a very good summary, Jacob. Hold on, sorry. Before,
0: yeah. what is your most memorable sporting event or anything that I said of 2020? If you say 2020 in sports,
1: what comes to you? What will you remember from this year? I have to. Pre- I even prepare for first it. like a, thing that comes into I, your I head. You remind. I mean, the Morikawa shot was great. Um, you had him in your pool. So that I makes more out. memorable. And I, I, I did like the Tampa Bay Rays. I talked about that in the last segment about that one play. Yeah, that stood out. That was just that in games, games. Game, I think game six or five. Game six yeah. with Tampa Bay tied That that was fantastic. Yeah, um, Murray of Denver with his with his job. Uh, Jordan, like, moves. And he had
0: another one. Like, he had another 360 one, remember that? Reverse layup. Then he had the one around LeBron. And so, him and Donovan Mitchell. How about, sorry, I'm going to bring this up really quickly. How about Houston versus OKC? That final game, that game seven, where, like, Lou Dort had a chance and tried to throw it off hard, and that went right down to the wire. Or the Utah-Denver finish. Um, Torrey Craig missing a layup. And then Mike Conley yeah. missing that game-winning three. Wow. It was just
1: lots of moments. i sorry, I uh, just I okay. had to that up too. Uh, so very good segment there, or very good comments. Uh, other memorable things we've spoke about this year. Wow, how could we forget the KBO? When we had no sports going on in North America, we talked every week, we gave the updates about the Korean baseball organization, the NC Dinos finished number one, and they won the championship. That was a pretty cool thing. They won a Samuroid sword. Instead of having a Stanley Cup, they hold up a a Samurai I love sword. That trophy. So it's pretty cool. If you can Google the KBO and the and NC Dinos, we spoke about that. Major League Baseball new rules. Um, extra extra innings. You start with the guy on love second it. base. You
0: hate it. I love I mean, it. I don't. I don't you hate, hate it. it. I
1: just don't like it. Um, no. De- uh, you have a DH, a designated hitter in both leagues. Like it as well. Uh, you got new stadiums in the NFL that with no fans. That's uh, SoFi in Los Angeles for the Rams and the Chargers and the uh, Las Vegas Raiders new uh, new stadium. Um, you've got uh, a new team uh, coming, not this year, but the following year in the Seattle Kraken of the National Hockey League. So we look forward to them. Uh, new team names. You got the new Washington football team. Well, Cleveland and Cleveland baseball. And I commented Cleveland Sorry. Indians. Just okay. Cleveland Indians are going to be changing their name. Not this year, not next year, but I don't know why it's going to take so long. But so there's, there's new stadiums, new teams, new team names. Uh, you had the NBA with eight versus nine, and they're gonna have next year nine versus ten playoff. The uh, new play in, I know, the it's, new play in.
0: I still need to figure out how that works, but it's gonna be interesting. Um, I think it, it puts less emphasis on the regular season.
1: We had uh baseball and NFL with uh, adding more playoff teams as well. NFL, so, yeah, NFL? so this year, this year, NFL.
0: NFL or MLB. I'm sorry,
1: that's okay. So we had um baseball MLB with an extra oh, yeah. and the NFL and then the NFL's got an extra wild card team so I don't know if any of this stuff's going to be permanent or not so we'll follow that um, I think this is a good uh, little quick little moment to again thank all of our listeners for listening to in into-house sports and uh, sports with J and J we I just want a little bit of shout out to uh, mr. Beron in uh, in Vancouver and Kerry in uh, Seattle Washington we got our hometown Roberto gives us lots of uh, positive feedback, so uh, thank you to them. And of course, uh, my father and Jacob's grandfather uh, uh, gives a lot of feedback. And we appreciate it. And Anybody we would who's been listening, thank you for listening. All oh,
0: 1,058 of our listeners or something.
1: Yep, so thanks for listening. But if anybody else ever has some feedback and ideas, we'd love to, to hear from it. And uh, uh, just a double uh, thank you to Kerry in Seattle, because he again, we've commented that he is our uh, Seattle Kraken correspondent. We will be hearing more from him as time moves on uh, as, the, as the NHL Kraken start to take place. Um, I'm just going to, uh, I've got a few more other things to talk about, but uh, as as our listeners know, we do like to talk about the Canadians on this on this show, and I'm just going to list some of them who, many as I can think of, who's talked about uh, this year. We've got uh, Laurent Davernay-Tardif of the Kansas City Royals, uh, he has got a lot Kansas of show. City Kansas City Chiefs. Kansas <laughs> Chiefs. We got Mike Soroka, Calgary-born, plays for the Atlanta Braves. Unfortunately, he got hurt this year, so we uh, we wish him good luck moving forward. We got all the Canadian golfers, and in, including the new guy that's got a hard name to pronounce, Gligic. Gligick? Gligick. And we had Graham Dillette back this year, joining Weir and Connors and McKenzie and Taylor and uh, Pendrith. So we continue to hear. might be missing one. I'm not sure, but uh, we got them. Chase Claypool, hey, of the Pittsburgh. I got Taylor guy. Oh, sorry. Chase Claypool, of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Got a lot of uh, airtime on our show, and 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 rightfully so. We spoke about Layla Fernandez, Jacob. Yeah. Tennis player. We spoke a little bit about Eugenie Bouchard, mm-hmm. uh, Alfonso Davies. You're a big soccer fan, so shout out to him. It's medium soccer fan. Uh, we spoke about most recently the uh, longtime snapper of the Dallas Cowboys, L.P. Ladoisere, uh, breaking the record for a number of NFL games played by Canadians. We always talk about Milos Raonic. Uh how can we forget, forget Jamie Romack, our played for the SK Wyverns and the KBO. So we can't. I'm glad we didn't forget him. We just spoke about Vaklov Posbasil. Uh <laughs> what? oh sorry, yeah. <laughs> vashik Vashik. I'm So I gotta thank Jacob for helping with me the pronunciation of all these difficult names that we've had throughout it's the okay. year. It's okay. It's okay um other team names i just and I'm, I'm done with the canadians but we also what?
0: how could you forget bianca andrescu
1: oh uh uh how could i forget her she's in another part coming up but bianca andrescu good luck to her and again just we had a new team the buffalo blue jays this year and but the buffalo blue jays this year and also right now we're pleas- presently cheering for the tampa bay raptors so uh, those are kind of some canadian connections too but yes uh, is there anyone else that stands out? i covered quite no. a bit, and we like to cheer for the Canadians. And uh, yeah, yeah. I'm going
0: to go discuss something really quickly because uh, not a ton of time left. I want to talk about some notable jumps on the official world golf rankings, Dad, from 2019 to 2020. We're going to start off with Will Zalatoris at the end of 2019, 672nd in the world rankings. Right now, 57th, and he's now I think pretty much full time on the PGA Tour. Matthew Wolf started 117, now number 15. Daniel Berger, your guy, one fifty-four to thirteen. Victor Hovland, ninety-third to fourteenth, and major champion Colin Morikawa, sixty-fifth to seventh. Now let's take a look at these drops. Brooks Kepka started twenty-twenty at first. Now he is twelfth. Tiger Woods started sixth. Now he is fortieth. Justin Rose eighth. Now he is thirty-second. Jordan Spieth started forty-fourth. Now he's tied seventy-seventh. And then Francesco Molinari. Eighteenth, and then barely played. I think he moved to the United States. A one hundred seventh. But interestingly enough, all twenty nineteen major champions struggled. Tiger Woods, Brooks Kepka, Gary Woodland, and Shane Lowry. And how could we forget the most mentioned name on Into House Sports with J and J? Phil Mickelson, one year older, three starts better. Started in 70th, and now he's sixty seventh in the world. Cool. And he got he notched two PGA Tour champions victories. Cool. But listen to this.
1: <laughs> yeah. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, that's and then, be interesting to see which of those notable guys who've dropped, who will where will they be next year? Are they yeah, going to drop even oh, more? Man. Is Tiger Woods going to be 80th next year? Is Jordan Spieth going to be you know 1,000? next 20,
0: year? But anyway, listen to these similarities. Rory started second, moved to fourth, John Rom third to second, Justin Thomas fourth to third, and Dustin Johnson taking his spot in the throne, fifth to first. Wow. So very consistent, those four guys. That was I really want to bring that up. And uh, over
1: to you. Yeah, um, you just comment on what I just want to comment on what I'm going to say here. But uh, the the athletes we've talked about on this show most, uh, I'm just going to throw them out, and I guess Jacob, maybe you can tell me who we've actually talked about most. But I think it's probably pretty obvious. But uh, we got Bryson DeChambeau down, Phil Mickelson, Novak Djokovic, Mitch Trubisky. I think I've talked about him uh, maybe a lot. Uh, LeBron James, Bianca Andrescu uh patrick reed those are people that we've talked about on the show a lot um Hmm, i know phil mickelson
0: like i could do a quick search (laughs) i wrote his name down 15 times another guy that i i'm not sure if i brought up zion williamson at all not Not a lot lot. that was more like that was some that was maybe just another discussions i think bryson dechambeau came up a lot um maybe jamal murray uh that name comes to mind uh patrick mahomes yeah. Um, but yeah, you really brought up Mitchell Trubisky. I How uh, much are you going to bring him up in 2021? Well, Probably not at all. Well,
1: yeah, I will. Yeah, There's still a playoff position.
0: Um, maybe in 2021, we'll get to meet Phil Mickelson at the Shaw Charity Classic. Fingers crossed that fans will be allowed. that taking place at in the middle of August. So, oh, I hope by this time next year, we'll be fully vaccinated. And maybe we'll be
1: doing this podcast from somewhere outside of Alberta. Maybe. Let's hope so uh predictions thoughts next year as we close out the show um, um the olympics
0: it's going to be interesting uh, you can hear wrigley he's really excited barking in the background um olympics <laughs> olympics are gonna be in 2021 they're calling them the 2020 olympics i don't know why they're calling them that they sh- should be called the 2021 same thing with euro 2020 the soccer tournament all the t-shirts have been made probably. all the t-shirts and all the merchandise it's so true I am hoping the Olympics are going to happen. It is really going to be crunch time with this vaccine. That's going to be a major thing, how that plays out with sports this year. I know the uh, Adam Silver says the NBA players are not going to jump the line, but a lot will depend on this vaccine. That's going to be a huge story, how that plays in with society, that plays in sports. One thing is in terms of politics. How will Joe Biden's presidency affect sports? Um, will finally these sports teams go to the White House? Will the Lakers go and meet Joe and Kamala Harris? At the White House. Um, it's just what I'm looking forward to though for next year is just maybe sports getting back to normal. I'm not, I'm you know I'm really looking forward to watching the NBA game and seeing these fans in the audience and a Damian Lillard type three-pointer with that crowd reaction. I'm really excited, or that Tiger Woods roar. Um, I'm looking forward to seeing fans back. I'm
1: excited to get back. So that's kind of my message for 2021. Yeah, very good. I uh I look forward to next year as well as we flip the calendar in the next few days. Um, not having fans in the stand. Yeah, it's been strange, but as, as a viewer on TV, I haven't uh, really noticed it that much. I've noticed it, but not, not, not a ton. Um, I look forward to the NFL playoffs they're right around the corner. Uh, the Rams are still not in the playoffs. Um, there's, there's the other league, the CFL, the Canadian Football League. Is it going to start up again? Um, are the Raptors going to play any go- games at home? Are the Blue Jays going to make any trades to improve their team? They're talking the big trade, but nothing or acquisition. Anyhow, I look forward to tons of sports. It's fun bringing the show to you. We're always open to new ideas. And thanks for listening and tell your friends. Uh, You can always send us a tweet at Jacob.
0: At the house sports. Um, One thing I want to bring up is Dash Goggle Marathon. Hopefully, I'll be doing that in October 2021. Yes. Wow. Ten months away. Again, it'll be so interesting. To look back or a year from now because a year ago today looking back in 2019 just a completely different year like just this was such an interesting sports year um in terms of COVID and just the weirdest thing was in March and April absolutely being shut down everything these multi-billion dollar leagues being shut down because of this virus that was affecting everybody in the world um again I'm just looking forward to The vaccine, vaccine. Just (laughs) look at we. It's crazy. COVID nineteen. That's the most discussed topic, probably in in into house sports. Um, We brought that up. I think every episode I have.
1: Um, But um, anyhow, I'm just gonna say happy New Year to y'all. We are now gonna take our sports uh, statistician Wrigley out for a walk in the snow. We're in beautiful Canmore, uh, Alberta, Canada. Thank you to all of our listeners. And uh, Jacob, you can take it the rest of the way. Thanks so much. We'll see you in 2021. I've enjoyed doing the show with you, Jacob. It's been you fun too.
0: We'll see you next year. Happy New Year. Happy Holidays.